0: I think it's a good idea to find out what's going on at the Mill Museum, the Wyndham Textile and History Museum. So we find out by bringing in the Executive Rector, Kira Holmes. Kira, good morning. Thanks for joining me. How's the museum doing these days?
1: Uh, Good morning, Wayne. Pleasure to join you. And it's going pretty well. You know, it's It feels like fall. We're just around the corner from October, and we have lots of great things to see and do at the Mill Museum.
0: And that's why you're here today. Let's talk about those. And everybody loves quilts and quilting, and you have a quilt show coming up. Do tell.
1: Well, it's actually it's going to be our last weekend next weekend for this quilt show. It's called Local Colors: A Connecticut Welcome. It's put on by. Uh, The Studio Art Quilt Associates, which is a nonprofit that we've worked with before. And if you have not seen, essentially, these quilts or this type of um, exhibit before, you definitely must see it. It has everything in it from color to cities to a crossword puzzle. Really, you, you can't even describe everything, honestly. There's so many wonderful quilts.
0: Coming up this Saturday, you have a drop-in spinning bee. And for those who have not taken part in a spinning bee, can you kind of paint that mental picture for us?
1: So drop-in spinning bee is a fun event that we that Peggy uh, Church puts on with us. And she essentially spins on a wheel with anyone who contacts her, usually from 10 to 1 in the Dugan building. And beginners are welcome. And it's more of and networking as well as a spinning event. And it's just a great experience all the way around.
0: What if I don't have a spinning wheel, Kira?
1: We do have a couple that you can use. So basically we do have one or two that you can use for the day.
0: But they do ask people if they have a wheel to bring the spinning wheel along. That is this Saturday from 10 until 1 o'clock. And then Sunday evening... You have a Mill Museum Education Evening. That's a new one on me, starting at 6. So how does that work?
1: So the Mill Museum Education Evening is to show off our educational programs, uh, show also what we're working on for the future. It's designed for teachers, but of course anyone is welcome. Just email director at millmuseum.org. And it's to show what we're offering in a different way
0: which is sort of what Kira's doing this morning on the radio. And one thing that is a hugely popular event in northeastern Connecticut, for the most part, is Walktober. And I hear the Mill Museum will be taking part in Walktober this year, too.
1: Yes, so it's going to be a free walk. It's called Wyndham's Lost Neighborhood. Jamie Eves is going to be leading it. And you're going to learn about places that no longer exist, Use maps in your imagination to explore Old State, Down Sodom, Jilson Hill and the other vanished neighborhoods that were there between the eighteen twenties and nineteen seventies. And just meet him at the museum at one PM to start your walk and then he'll take you on a wonderful journey.
0: And that will be on Saturday, October the 1st at 1 o'clock. The event is free, as that's all part of the last Green Valley's Walktober, which has a whole bunch of great activities going on. Over 100 last time I counted on that. Kira, you have a special exhibit, Building Thread City, the 200th anniversary of when the Industrial Revolution came to Wyndham Willamantic in 1822. Tell me more about that.
1: So it's exactly like it sounds like. We're going to talk about 200 years of mill history through different artifacts. And many of you might know, in 1822, Rhode Island entrepreneur Perez Richmond erected the first industrial factory in the Willimantic section of the town of Wyndham, which was originally a cotton mill, launching the Industrial Revolution in Windham. And you're going to see essentially that history... Uh, I can't tell you exactly everything that's going to be in that exhibit because, honestly, we want to leave some surprises for you. But if you're into mills, if you're into history, this is definitely the exhibit for you, and that's starting on October 7th and leaving us on November 13th.
0: And I see the former executive director, your predecessor, Jamie Eves, leads that tour as well. Gee, I could have sworn he retired. He doesn't sound very retired to me.
1: Well, Jamie is a crucial part of the Mill Museum, and honestly, we never want him to leave us ever. So he's working on all these fun projects where he gets to do more research and work on things that he did not have a chance to before and now is finally having that chance. But also, if I may, another event that's coming up, which is going to be town-wide, is the Downtown Country Fair. And also the Mill Museum is going to be part of that too. We're going to have a booth in that. We'll probably also be promoting the railroad museum so you know all these past third thursdays the railroad museum which is the eastern connecticut railroad museum has been working with the mill museum for third thursdays to promote and cross-promote we hope to continue that moving forward and we're really excited for the downtown country fair too
0: (laughs) And that is tapping also on October the 1st, same day as the Wyndham Lost Neighborhoods Tour, which is 1 o'clock, but you can dovetail both those events if you happen to be in town or in the area. October 7th, the Hidden Spaces and Stories Virtual Tour. Does that mean I can stay home and watch it on my laptop?
1: Yes, it does. But you are going to see all these interesting things, It's including our underground t- tunnels, some unnerving artifacts and stories upon his experiences at the mill museum, and more details are coming out soon. Just check our website and our Facebook page.
0: I, I know the mill museum also has been actively involved in having fun around Halloween. What do you have lined up for Halloween this year?
1: Oh, so we have several different fun events. So. One that's the closest to Halloween is going to be the Lantern Ghost Tour. That's going to be on October 29th. It will include a dark and spooky tour of our museum at night with um, some costume interpreters. But that's all I can tell you about that one because, again, we, we want you to come and see it. So we don't want to give too much away.
0: And that would be an event that would be okay for kids? I mean, it wouldn't be scary for little kids? Or at what point would you say leave the kids home?
1: Uh, at this point, I don't think we have an age cutoff, but please check our newsletter and Facebook page as more details become available.
0: Speaking of kids, what kind of kids' activities do you have this month and next month going on at the Mill Museum?
1: Uh, so we just actually had our recent kid activity, which was weaving a placemat. But if anyone is still interested in doing that, we can also make it available uh, up to October as well as quilt square activity. But for kids for October, we have essentially a, a fun program of pumpkins, essentially you paint a pumpkin, and you learn about Halloween and shaman, and that's going to be from 1 to 3 at Dugan Hall. And pumpkins were introduced, pumpkin, excuse me, pumpkins weren't introduced into Europe from the Americas until the late 15th century. So why did the Celts use, what did the Celts use for jack-o'-lanterns before this?
0: And what they make pumpkin pie with? And it says here also you've got an event for pumpkin decorating at the Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum on Saturday, October 22nd, too. Is that the same event or is that a different event?
1: That's a different event. So the Railroad Museum is doing this fun family day that's going to be from 3 to 5 p.m., and we hope to do some more pumpkin painting. We might hand out some candy, but we're really excited to be working with the Railroad Museum again. And also uh, Nightmare on Main will be there too. So it's going to be a great way to work with everybody that day. And we're really excited.
0: And the event on Friday, October 14th, involving the pumpkin painting, says here that you're doing that. So are, are you like an expert pumpkin painter?
1: Uh, expert? No. I do like painting, and it's been a lot of fun. So that was what I was talking about before when we were talking about pumpkin painting. That was October 14th at Dugan from 1 to 3. And I'm really excited about it. Painting faces, and we also might have some yarn hair that people can glue onto the top of the pumpkin because, of course, we're textiles. So, you know. We want to add that flair to it. So it's going to be really exciting.
0: And there's a speaking program in that, too, where people can learn about Halloween and its forerunner, Samhain, which doesn't look like it's spelled that way. It's S-A-M-H-I-A-N. But as I understand it, it's pronounced Samhain and that free activity. Are are you the one that will be talking about Halloween and Samhain?
1: We will. uh, Not every aspect of it, but we're going to essentially kind of like compare, contrast, show how it emerged into Halloween and everything like that. It's going to be a fun little lecture for kids and kid-oriented.
0: On Halloween, October 31st, big event here is Trick or Treat on Main Street and Mill Museums on Main Street. Will you be involved in that?
1: Yes. It's going to be from 5 to 7. We'll be giving out candy, and we're really excited to be part of the event. And we look forward to seeing a bunch of kids. Also, the other event I want to let everyone know about is if you're a member to the Mill Museum, we have our annual meeting coming up on October 13th at 530. It is going to be taking place through Zoom. So if you want a link for it, please email director at millmuseum.org.
0: And what goes on in those meetings? Just looking ahead to the year in advance, or do you talk about new programs or additions to the museum? Or what are some of the topics that will be coming up?
1: So we vote for our officers and directors. We do talk about upcoming initiatives, what we're planning. Uh, Sometimes we do some polls with the membership to see what they would like as benefits. So we try to be very inclusive with that annual meeting, and we're really excited to have it again this year.
0: What's the Steampunk Curio Fair?
1: So the Steampunk Curio Fair is... A fun little festival that we're going to be doing this year we're actually looking for vendors right now which is fifteen dollars uh, if you want a vendor application please email marketing at millmuseum dot org and you can become a vendor you'll have to fill out the application and it's going to be what it sounds like it's going to be a steampunk day and we're really excited and it's going to be regular museum admission for the price for coming in for the day and we're Again, it's going to be a great thing.
0: That's November 19 from 10 until 4 o'clock. We just had local jewelry creator Ann Pedro on last week talking about steampunk. But for the people who don't know what that is, can you just explain what steampunk jewelry is and what will be on display at the Steampunk Curio Fair?
1: See, I would, but I actually can't tell you everything that's going to be on display. I think it's probably going to be some gears. And what steampunk really is is essentially gears, it's showing machinery. But I do not have the best definition for you because we're still developing everything right now. But
0: but Well, she turns uh, parts of watches and model railroad cars into items of jewelry. It's an amazing conversion on that. And lastly, Kira, holiday shop coming back early in December. What type of things go on at the holiday shop at the Mill Museum?
1: So the holiday shop is our fun kind of holiday bazaar. So we have several different artisans, usually local, but they can be from anywhere, come in and sell their wares for uh, two days for the first two weekends in December. And we're really excited to be bringing that back. We brought it back officially last year, and we look forward to having it again. It's back by popular demand. We're going to have more details coming soon, but if you have any questions in the meantime, again, please email director at millmuseum.org, so that way we can get you more information on it, but more details will be coming up probably in the next newsletter.
0: A lot of good things coming up in the next three months and beyond at the Mill Museum at 411 Main Street in Willimantic, and it's Kira Holmes, the executive director of the Mill Museum, telling us about them. Kira, thanks for joining me this morning.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you to the town and to all the lovely people at the Mill Museum and my fellow staff. We can't do it without everybody. And thank you so much, Wayne, for having me on today.